Welcome to Fiery Discourse, your podcast and media featuring dragonesses, female dinosaurs, and other similar soins and scalies. I'm your host, Lenmelanon, and with me are my co-hosts, Angron, Lucky Eevee, Math Machine, Stryker, and Jordan. Today is our 36th episode, and we're discussing 1996's Get Going Godzilla Land Subtraction. So, let's get things started. Yeah. So, uh, Get Going Godzilla Land was a series of direct-to-video OVAs for preschoolers that star Godzilla and his friends on Monster Island. Basically, it showcases uh, Godzilla's childhood and whatnot. Now, the thing that's interesting about this is, I'm not sure how it is nowadays, but this is technically an official Godzilla product. Toho themselves signed off on this, one of the most infamously... uh, one of the most infamous uh, lawsuit-happy companies in basically the world signed off on the idea of let's take your you know billion-dollar you know a character and let's have them teach kids you know adding, subtracting, and a uh, basic kanji. But they did it. They made four of them, and they're all really really cute in their own way. You know, even if you know even if you're not a Godzilla fan, I still think it's worth recommending just to see you know how uh, strange the franchise could get, because this is one of the weirdest things I think the franchise has ever done. Yeah, and again, that bizarre. This, yeah. Like, seriously, this is the same... Like, let's take a... Let's take symbolism for World War II, Hiroshima, and Kawasaki... And Nagasaki. Nagasaki, yeah. And let's make it a kid's show. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. And, exactly, <laughs> and not only that, it's like, you know... Godzilla, the original Godzilla movies before they became increasingly more uh, child-friendly, culminating in Godzilla's Revenge, the first Godzilla movies are harrowing, frightening stuff. They are they are not for kids. The original Godzilla, you know, 1956 is not for kids. It is nightmare-inducing. There are actually uh, 1952. I own 52, the original. 52. Oh, 52. Nice. Sorry, sorry, Gorisha. Yeah, 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 the Japanese version. Gorisha. Gojira, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Gojira. sorry, sorry about that, yeah. You're fine, but you're it, fine. But anyway, yeah, uh, the show basically begins with a theme song, which is extremely catchy, and it features all the kaiju basically playing with each other. One interesting fact is that some other characters, like uh, Gigan and Megalon, appear in the intro, but not in the actual show. You know, maybe if it was going to make more episodes, they would have appeared... Another character that was planned to be in the show, but never made it, was Hedora, who actually got artwork made of her. The only difference between her design in the movie and her design in Godzilla Land is Godzilla Land is a lot more uh, shibified, and of course she's uh, bright pink. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it, it's cute. You know, it definitely is a way that they make, it definitely is taking inspiration from like Sanrio and stuff like that, but they're Makes still sense. keeping the monsters the, the way that they look. Which is very interesting. Uh, Mothra and Mothra larvae exist in this uh, same time period, which is very interesting. Yeah. It yeah. also, uh, oh man, like, just, oh man, there's like yeah, one yeah, day they're, they're just playing to... around, freaking doing like a bunch of stuff, and the next day they're just like gassing at each other. Each other, yeah, that, that's exactly how I picture it. I picture it to be like, you know, like, oh, we're the best of friends, you know, 20 years later. And then it cuts to, like, you know, Godzilla basically decapitating, you know, King Ghidorah and that. Oh, God. Uh, but, yeah, aside from uh, mostly being animated, the show also begins and ends with live-action footage of Godzilla with his sister. His human sister. His giant gigantic kaiju-sized woman. <laughs> I, I like to think she's a kaiju-sized human being. You know, like, that there's no explanation. She is actually a kaiju. Oh, my God. But, yeah. I mean... Yeah. And the thing that's also interesting is Godzilla here is depicted in his Heisei incarnation, which was uh, ver- a lot more violent than the Showa-era Godzillas, at least the later ones. Yeah, and the they actually era. got... Yeah, 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 sure, sorry. And they actually got the actual suit 
which, you know, is very surprising that Toho would let them use the actual Godzilla costume. There is no information online of who, you know, actually did the suit performance. I really hope it was his suit actor. It was the one who was in, like, the all of the, the Heisei uh, trilogy. I really hope it was. That would have been goddamn hilarious. Yeah, if, they had, oh, if they got to him and they were like, oh, hey, you know what? You're, now you're going to play Godzilla again, but you're going to do a more domesticated version of him. But yeah, yeah. The show begins, of course, with Godzilla's iconic roar, as it should. And the episode proper begins with Godzilla making cakes for his sister, which gives us the mental image of Godzilla patiently waiting by an oven. He obviously <laughs> his atomic breath on them because they actually are in whole solid pieces and not just a pile of ash. But yeah, it turns awesome. out that, yeah, it is. But it turns out that they don't have enough strawberries for the cakes and Godzilla speaks, and Godzilla's, uh, I guess we could call it canon voice, he he hasn't really talked, I mean, he did talk in, uh, oh god, what was the one where Godzilla and Angiras have a conversation with each other? Uh, uh, I think that's the one where I guess all monsters, I think, it's him, no, it wasn't, it was I him, I think it was Angiras, I think it was Rodan was there. Yep, mm. yep. Yeah, 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 and that I, I will say this, this voice is a lot better than that one, and it's way better than Minya's voice, if you haven't seen uh, Godzilla's Revenge. Don't worry, I won't hurt ya! Oh god, <laughs> yeah, I That is one of the worst head. dubs ever made. Uh, Godzilla's Revenge is just, wow, wow. But getting back to the actual the uh, movie, movie itself. Godzilla versus Gigan, by the way. Yeah, thank you, thank you for that. But yeah, uh, Godzilla, it turns out, he because they don't have enough cakes, Godzilla makes a comment saying that he's an expert in subtraction because of his childhood, which he kind of still is. He subtracts buildings, he subtracts lives, oh, he subtracts you know, heads from Ghidorah's body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, he subtracts what from his body? Ghidorah's heads, he, you know. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But yeah, Godzilla. Then uh, Godzilla's sister, rather, then brings up his girlfriend, uh, Goji Rin, or as the English subtitles say it, Godzilla, which would probably be the rough translation of it. And Godzilla awesome. is embarrassed to talk about her, which, in my head canon, she is Minya's mother. And after uh, you know having a kid pardon. like Minya. You, you want to keep away from, you know, you want to keep each other separate after that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. But uh, now we finally get to the animated portion of it, which is really, again, uh, not to repeat myself, but it just has such an adorable, charming little art style. And the, like I said, the monsters, they, they obviously have been made cutified in that. There's no way that you could probably have their canon designs and have them still be preschooler friendly. But they still contain the elements of what make them, basically, them, in other words. And one interesting thing is the music at the beginning, I swear, it sounds exactly like the uh, Yoshi's Island theme. Kind of, for the most part. Like, which Yoshi's Island theme, though? There are several. uh, I was thinking of, like, the one with the, uh, at the beginning of the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does kind of sound a little like that, but anyway. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yep. So uh, Godzilla, Godzilla brings some oranges to share with uh, Godzilla, much to her de- delight as she eats them all. And fun fact, for those of you that are fans of uh, One Piece, Godzilla has the same voice actress as Nami. Nice. Oh, wow. I, I kid you not, same exact voice actress. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, and also, yeah, so uh, Godzilla, basically, she looks exactly the same as Godzilla, except she's pink, she has eyelashes, and she has, like, heart-shaped dorsal fins, which are a very nice touch. Yeah. And like I say, Toho has never said that Godzilla is canon, but they've never said she's not canon either. I really, yeah. I really like, think we ought to see her in an actual Godzilla movie. She's yeah, just like, like a pink version of Godzilla, and maybe her roar is a little higher pitched, but she's yeah. just as destructive. Yeah, I mean, just, I already sent the, I, I already posted this, but there is this art of go of Godzilla or Gojirin as she's called, 
And honestly, if Toho were to ever like do like have the cojones to do Godzilla, I want this design. This same is here, just, same here. That that it, a- it it keeps her design, but it really also looks adorable. I I get where you're coming from right away. Yeah, it it, it keeps the Godzilla design, but dang it, just look at her. Just look at her. This is a salmon cutie, and just, oh man, oh man, I want definitely, that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a transition effects uh, from basically one part of the episode to another. They have these little like uh, two second clips of like characters doing stuff, which have uh, Megalon shows up again as well as Ghidorah. It's interesting because Ghidorah in the other three episodes of uh, Godzilla Land. He is a major part of the show, and yet here, he really isn't. He, he doesn't even show up physically throughout the episode. I wonder why that was, but it's just something Wait. that's interesting. Wait, who physically again? Ghidorah. Uh, uh, I see. Ghidorah showed up in the other episodes as like a main character, and he's not really in this one at all. Yeah. But yeah, Mothra then shows up to talk to Godzilla, and... Godzilla calling Mothra Miss Mothra is just adorable. I mean that that she's basically like I guess the nanny of Muppet babies of the show, which yeah. does make sense, especially for a character like Mothra. Believe it or she's not, she's also the granny of like the baby Looney Tunes. If you want to get too. technical, <laughs> oh god, that show, yeah, yeah, that was a pretty that was a nice episode, show. Yeah, yeah. In another of episode, we'll definitely talk lineup, more about. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Of all of Godzilla's lineup, it. It does make the most sense that Mothra is the adult of the group. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she always was. I mean, I've always thought she was my favorite of the of the group. Anyway, so what works? Same, for same. Her believe it or not, I, I really yeah. like Mothra as well. Yeah, Mothra's pretty cool. I honestly, it, it also makes sense that this wouldn't be quote unquote the Mothra, as like moths don't exactly have a uh, freaking long lifespan compared to Godzilla. So seeing Mothra ultimately like have like several incarnations over the years is honestly very fitting. Yeah, exactly. And I definitely can see that too, that it's uh, basically the pre thing of uh, Mothra, like an earlier version. And it does make sense too. And of course, uh, why Mothra larvae is there. So now uh, Godzilla shows up and... Oh, no, so before that, sorry. Uh, Mothra teaches uh, Godzilla and also basically the audience about how subtraction works. Now, since this was, again, for preschoolers, it does not in a way that doesn't really talk down to them. It shows them basically the concept of, you know, subtracting things without making it too confusing, I guess, which pretty good, again, for, like, the whole educational type of thing. So now uh, Godzilla shows up and she also knows about subtraction which completely stuns godzilla who i guess is kind of the uh i don't know what you'd call him but he basically is the one that does the learning in all the episodes and like the first episode godzilla learns how to like uh, read and write kanji which is a very interesting concept if they kept that in the movies uh godzilla learns of course how to count in the second one add in the third and subtract in this one and Yeah. yeah now and again, uh, the fact that it's Godzilla, the king of all monsters, doing this is, to me, inherently hilarious, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we, uh, Godzilla basically says that he'll take all the oranges. Godzilla gets angry. It turns out Godzilla was joking and gives them all to her. And then she becomes happy, which, okay, yeah, you wouldn't give any to Godzilla, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, then we get a very short song about subtraction. And it's interesting that, again, this show is uh, basically an OVA of like uh, similar things that it's very much structured like something, uh, I guess, like Sesame Street in a way, like little vignettes in that. It doesn't really have a plot line or a story or like a running story throughout, so to speak. It has like little uh, mini stories all wrapped up into one thing with one overlying uh, educational goal, which in this case is subtracting. Yeah. Uh. Yep. But yeah, uh, <laughs> after that, uh, we then cut to a Godzilla. It turns out it is Godzilla's birthday, and Angiris, Rodan, Mothra, and Baragon are also attending. Yeah. Angiris turns out to be late, and he gives Godzilla's apples. 
much to Godzilla and Baragon's uh, fury. So then I mean, Godzilla, not to be outdone, shows up with more apples, claiming he has more and he wins, which, okay, yeah, you're really, really tough guy, Godzilla. You know, <laughs> you're, you're that insecure that you have to go and get more apples you know, Over- because someone else might be hitting on your girl. Overcompensating for something? Why he would get all defensive. His sister is going to get hit on by other monsters. I could see why he'd be like... Oh, can we get more apples than you got in the best brother ever? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, okay, quick tangent. But this honestly reminds me of, like, honestly, Godzilla, in my opinion, is pretty much the Bambi of the Kaiju-verse. And, and this is basically, this like... Version, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, taking into consideration the fact that, like, there was a short, a legit short, called Bambi Meets Godzilla. Oh, that's a classic one. That is like a classic indie animation short. It is. It's so simple and yet it is hysterical. It's like <laughs> a minute long. You, you know the punchline right away, but yet there's just something about the way it builds up. It is hilarious. And nine tenths of the of the movie are the end credits, which again is also very funny. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, just him trying to overcompensate for his girl, honestly, is. Something Bambi would probably do. Definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah. But then it turns out that uh, Bear, hold on, uh, sorry. Then it turns out that uh, Baragon also. Uh, hold on, sorry, sorry, sorry about that. Oh yeah, sorry, but that Baragon then shows up with even more apples, and I love Godzilla's uh completely befuddled reaction in the background while uh, Godzilla, Baragon, and Angiris all argue. It is just hilarious how she is like, what is going on in the background? The fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It is exactly like that. Uh, it turns out Baragon has two more than Godzilla, much to his and Angiris' anger. And then Godzilla finally resolves the conflict by basically saying the simple solution, like, hey, we could all eat these together instead of all of you giving them to me. Yeah, like, we can all eat these together oh, instead no. of you all just having a dick-measuring contest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She can't. It, it, she just literally goes, like, I can't eat all of these by myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is a good joke. You know, it is, it is a cute little thing. Uh, and again, this isn't on the same level of, like, Henson or anything. Like, it's not, you know, legitimately witty, like something like Sesame Street and that. But it, it's a cute enough time if you're a Godzilla fan. You know, I, I recommend it. But then we get to oh, see uh, Mecha- yeah, we get to see Mecha Godzilla making his first appearance in this episode in transition, and more on that later. We then cut to a Godzilla watering flowers in her house. Oh which God! To me, yeah, is raised a lot of questions. Do the other kaiju live in houses? What happened to them between this time and you know the actual Godzilla timeline with the houses? You know, do they just you know d- destroy them in a fit of rage accidentally? No idea. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like it's. I know it's not supposed to be, I guess, connected to the Godzilla verse, but it is, and it is very confusing in that regard. But yeah, yeah uh, Godzilla basically then goes to sleep, and I love how how this is done. Godzilla pops up in her window while she's asleep, but the way they animated this, I don't know if it was intentional or not. He just like slides up into frame, like, "Hey, baby." <laughs> it's like, well, what are you doing, Godzilla? Why are you watching her at night? I don't know why. It also made me think of Bonjour. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, oh that, that, I picture that now. That is hilarious. But yeah, oh, man. It turns out that uh, the next morning, uh, Godzilla wakes up and she has three more flowers. And it turns out that Godzilla is revealed to have uh, brought them there overnight. And then he does it again the next night. So Godzilla's basically breaking and entering at this point. Yeah, he opened up. <laughs> Again, but I guess on Monster Island, you know, laws do not apply. That's why they call it Monster <laughs> Island. <laughs> but yeah, uh, she wakes up to see uh, five more flowers, and Godzilla reveals that he did it. Then Godzilla goes outside, basically, to water the flowers in her flower bed. Turns out Godzilla ripped up all her flowers in her flower bed to put them in her bedroom. And I, I like how this ends to Godzilla basically angrily chasing him, like threatening to beat, to basically oh, beat him with the watering can is 
Pretty or funny. either that, or she was gonna spade and neuter his star. Oh god! Sorry, oh god! With the lottery can or the travel. <laughs> but no. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, this was easily yeah. the biggest laugh I got in this episode. It was just yeah, like yeah. Just really hit right. Yeah, yeah, and like I say, it's something about the timing of this too that it really does work in a way that you wouldn't think would be funny, but it does. It really, really does. Uh, we then get another make- brief. Li- I'm sorry, I go ahead. I'm gonna make your ass burn better than the red side Japan. Oh my god! But yeah, oh god. Yeah, then we get another song, a little brief little song about subtracting. And then we finally get back to the uh, live-action footage of uh, Godzilla with him and his sister as she asks more about him with uh, Godzilla. I love, and this part actually is the biggest laugh I got. Got Godzilla's sister basically asks him, asks him, sorry, uh, how is it to have romantic rivals for Godzilla? Godzilla's response, maybe this came differently in the Japanese, but in the subtitles, is literally, look, lady, I'm a kaiju. It's just a matter of fact, like, yeah, that's what I do. I'm a giant kaiju. I'm a, I'm a kaiju. It's what I do. Like, yeah. so and what? Then, <laughs> and then he gets embarrassed again, and he falls backwards out of his seat, which probably is the easiest stunt one of these Godzilla suit actors had to do. Let's be real. Honestly, Honestly compared to, like, getting set on fire. Fire, yeah, yeah. And I love when he tips over and falls, they actually play the Godzilla roar. Oh my <laughs> goodness, yes. <laughs> I, I love it. It's like if you have access to the Godzilla roar sound effect, you are going to get your money's worth out of it. And they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. then, so yeah. Then the show uh, gets back to its animated section once again as Mecha Godzilla appears before uh, Godzilla. Uh, he basically asks Mecha Godzilla basically asks uh, Godzilla to hang out with him, but she says how rough he could be. And Mecha Godzilla then fires his lasers, which yeah, he would definitely do that. And again, yeah, Mecha Godzilla is also matter of fact in that you know he basically his response to that is it's what I do. This is how I am. Which I mean, he was technically built, you know. So there's that. Yeah. Oh <laughs> it man. It really Mecha- is what he does. Yeah, Mecha Godzilla here is pretty much uh, one of those like machines that pretty much has an AI that cannot, for whatever reason, comprehend intent. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. And his AI also has something else very interesting that we're gonna get to in a couple of seconds. But Mecha Godzilla basically tries to kidnap uh, Godzilla as Rodan goes back to tell Godzilla and Angiris about it while they're surfing, which. Honestly, it just looks adorable yeah. like the way it's animated with them doing that. Of course, this is at the time when both of them were actually small enough to where they could actually surf on something and not just yeah. wade through the oceans. But yeah, uh, Godzilla then confronts Mecha Godzilla about Godzilla. And this is when we get to, in my opinion, one of the most inexplicable and yet hilarious parts of this uh, OVA, this little uh, you know, show. Mecha Godzilla says he'll let Godzilla go if Godzilla and Angiris beat his game show. Yes, it is. He, he sh- oh, like the lights oh, go yes. out. It comes out, and he's wearing like a suit and a tie. And this is Mecha Godzilla. Keep in mind, this is the same Mecha Godzilla from like Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, and that this is the same exact character. And he's hosting a game show. He's got like a little suit jacket. He's got a little bow tie. He's just like yeah. It's just something that is just so inexplicable. It is hilarious to me. And, and again, Toho signed off on this. They were like, sure, you could do that to Mecha Godzilla. Why not? Oh, dear. Uh, yeah. But then, of course, uh, Godzilla and Angiris get all five questions right, which leads to Mecha Godzilla basically to rage quit and fly away crying. Yeah. Uh, God- yeah. Godzilla embraces Godzilla in a hug. And another joke that is pretty cute is uh, Angiris to his deadpan reaction. I helped too. That, that again was a pretty good joke. You know, just how, how understated it was, you know? And then we get Honestly, our, uh, yeah. Then we get our third and our longest song about subtraction. That is a rap song. Sadly, it does not compare to the epicness that was King Ghidorah's 
rapping song about rap song about counting. They actually did that. King Ghidorah raps about countings from like counting from one to twenty. It is insane. It is hilarious. Oh it's on YouTube. Look it up. It is so funny that it exists and it is part of this series. It's the uh, animated version, not like the live action version. If they did it with the live action version, that this would have been the greatest piece of Godzilla media ever made. It would have. They did it with the live action King Ghidorah puppet. I mean. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, basically, you know, it teaches us uh, about subtracting that, and yeah, uh, we also get appearances again, for, again from a uh, Ghidorah, Gigan, and a uh, Megalon, and then uh, we get to the final part with a uh, Mega Godzilla flying along tearfully when Mothra finds him. He, ba- she basically asks him what's wrong, and he tearfully says how he bullied Godzilla, and Mothra goes basically to make things right between them all, and. Mecha Godzilla, you would do way worse in the future than just try to bully, you know, somebody else and get them to be with you. You would do way worse than that. I'm not concerned of why does he exist? Who built him? <sighs> yeah, if they're like, kid, like one. keep in mind, these are like super young, and this was like, oh man, like. It, it's been stated before that Godzilla is like a Permian era din- dinosaur, pretty much. Basically, yeah. Or giant iguana. If we're going by the Heisei, tri- if we're going by the Heisei uh, trilogy, which I'm going with that because that's uh, Godzilla's design, I think he was supposed to be like a permanent dinosaur in that oh, era, wow. like Godzilla '85, and you know, uh, God, I can't remember. I mean, the other I mean Mecha Godzilla. Who built him? Oh, Mecha Godzilla, wasn't it? Wasn't it the aliens? Yes, it was the aliens that they took DNA from Godzilla himself, and they're like, oh, we can do better than the original Godzilla, so we'll have this Mecha Godzilla and send it to Earth to fight Godzilla himself. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, makes that, sense. That's what, yeah, yeah. The, the later the Godzilla movies. Wouldn't be yeah. the first time aliens tried to stop Mecha, tried to stop Godzilla. Many times. Aliens appeared very frequently in the Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, man. Monster X in particular looks interesting. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Eh. But yeah. uh, I'm not saying it's aliens gif here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Aliens. Aliens. (laughs) But yeah. uh, Audiences love aliens. Yeah. Well, they're definitely doing the Godzilla franchise. But yeah, Mega Godzilla then apologizes and says he won't shoot he won't shoot his lasers again, which is a problem as he will break many times in the future. And uh-huh. they all play together with jump roping and other such activities and whatnot. Then we get back to the final part of the uh, live action segment where the Godzilla and his sister <laughs> and she tricks him into taking only two cakes, much to Godzilla's annoyance. And I love the fact once he realizes that he's been tricked. He lets out his iconic scream, which is just hilarious. It's like he uses it for everything. I love that's the implication that he used that Godzilla uses his scream for literally almost everything. Oh, dear God. Yeah, that is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Godzilla turns out he probably was so upset after being tricked. He had to destroy a couple of cities to calm his anger out. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that was basically it for the episode, and this was also the fourth and final OVA produced of Godzilla Land. Uh, like I said earlier, they had plans, obviously, for other kaiju like Gigan, Megalon, Hedora to appear. It was going to be an actual series. They were this close to making it an actual, like, a weekly, you know, series and whatnot. At literally the last second, Toho pulled the rights out from under them. They've never said why. Information on these OVAs on the internet are very scarce, so it's kind of hard to find out why exactly, but it's a shame because uh, it could have been cute. It could have been a nice little thing for, again, for preschoolers to learn stuff. It could have also you know, had the other effect of getting them into Godzilla, which probably was why Toho bankrolled it. Oh, man. But yeah, it's very <laughs> weird how they just they, they made four of these and then nothing else with them. It's like, you know, it completely vanished into thin air. And these are very uh, 
Well, they're not hard to find exactly. They're on the internet, pretty readily available with uh, like sub with English subtitles as well, which is very good. But if you want a physical copy of these OVAs, you are going to pay some serious cash. Guys, yeah. these have never been re-released outside of like the uh, VHS era. No kidding. Also, yeah. uh, weird thing about this show is it kind of feels like the PBS equivalent of like Caillou and freaking... Uh, dragon tales but like the the live action with like the live action and animated aspect of that but pretty much everything else that made dragon tales so better down to the fact that miss mothra honestly feels like quetzal from that series i can definitely see that i can definitely see that but yeah it does have like you said that vibe of being like early style pbs but what's amazing what's again to me is amusing is that it's godzilla it's like, that's like one of the few franchises that you wouldn't think could be adapted into a preschooler show. It's like that, and I think like RoboCop would be like the other one, which would be like, how the hell do you make that sanitized for children? For like same really, way, really little children. Same way you do it for freaking Echo. Wait a minute. This was the era where they were turning anything into cartoons. They made a RoboCop cartoon. They made a Rambo cartoon. Oh yeah, they did. Didn't they do Terminator at one point as well? No, no. They were gonna do Alien. They were gonna do an Yeah, and they were gonna do an Alien cartoon. Never got made, but it actually got far enough to think to where they did pilot episodes, and they've never been seen. I think. But they did, they did come really close to doing an alien cartoon, which, how the hell would you do that? I mean, it, what, what would the episodes be? You know, watch Ripley run from the xenomorphs, and then the next one, watch Ripley, you know, you know kill the xenomorphs week after week. It would probably, I think it would probably be something like uh, either Batman the Animated Series or freaking, uh, oh gosh, uh, maybe Marvel, maybe Avatar. I'm not sure, honestly. But I'm sure they could find a way. I'm sure. Maybe. I'm sure of it, too. It's just that something that's interesting that, again, you wouldn't think a thing like Godzilla would have a show like this. At least, at least in Japan, too. Especially how, again, considering Toho is so protective with their franchise, the fact they signed off on this is a miracle, but I'm really glad they did because, yeah. man, that, that was really, really great. Yeah, so, I mean, seriously, it's pretty much like, take, again, it's taking an icon that pretty much represents its, its atomic holocaust and pretty much may, adapt it into a freaking show for Japanese kids. Like, to be fair, there have been a lot of Japanese kids shows like freaking Gege no Kidro that have leaned on the cutesy side while also having a bit of a dark edge as well. Hi, Dororo. Oh, yeah, but, Gege yeah. no Kitro is... Is actually one of my favorite. Yeah, the twenty eighteen. Yeah, the twenty eighteen version was awesome. But yeah, oh, yeah. like Absolutely. the fact that Japan that J Japan has that particular style and for the most part it can work is something speaks volumes. Honestly, oh, no, oh, no, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing that they do that. That they can actually pull that stuff off and have it work really, really well. Hell it's yeah. also yeah, and it's also a pretty good tangent to our uh, question of the episode, which is. What are your favorite uh, Godzilla-related memories? Now, the thing that's interesting is that uh, where I'm from in Europe, basically, uh, kaiju movies never really were that popular. They they never really were. Uh, a few of the Godzilla movies made a pretty big thing here. The first one was a huge hit, believe it or not, in Spain. But aside from that, Godzilla itself never really, I guess, uh, penetrated the popular culture like it did in uh, the United States. But yet, I think where I first found about them was there was this DVD store, and they had all of these, like, a uh, box set of different movies in that, and some of them were like these uh, kaiju movies. They had some Godzilla, and they had a Gamera or two. They had some really weird ones, like, uh, what was the one, Goo Yaya, uh, the, the one that looks like the giant uh, saucer-shaped uh, bird thing. Mm. That's a really obscure one, you probably would know, but uh, yeah. Uh, they had all these box sets in that, and I watched it, and it was like, I was hooked immediately. I was like, where's this been? Why has nobody talked about this and that? You know, and from there, I started to uh, actually look up the uh, all the different movies and that, and I watched them, some uh, uh, in other methods than others. But, yeah, I would have to say that they are a lot of fun. They are a cultural touchstone for a reason. 
They are, unironically, the first uh, original, you know, Gojira movie is one of the best Japanese movies ever made. I will say that much. And yeah, I just feel as a whole that Godzilla really has cemented his place in popular culture. And I feel like at this point, Godzilla is as much of a legacy franchise as something like James Bond in that. There's ne- they are never oh not make Godzilla movies, you know, that Godzilla yeah. will always exist in the popular culture. And I'm glad for that. I'm glad that they do because, you know, despite some movies being better than others and that, even in, in recent times and that, I still feel that at, the, at his core, Godzilla really represents something really uh, powerful, I think, to our uh, collective consciousness in a way. Basically, uh, how he started off to how he is now. It's a little different, of course, you know, Godzilla, you know, uh, 2014 to Godzilla, you know, the original and that. But I still feel overall the character really uh, shines through. And, of course, great supporting cast. I mean, you got Rodan, you got Anguirus, you got Baragon, you got Mothra. You have, of course, the King Ghidorah, one of the most uh, badass villains in cinema history in that. And, yeah, I I definitely have to agree that... uh, that uh, Godzilla will always be here forever in that. And that's basically my experience with the uh, Godzilla. Oh, and mm. I will talk about my experience with another version of Godzilla when we do that episode in a couple of weeks, but you'll have to just wait and see which version of Godzilla we are talking about. Absolutely. I'm say, <laughs> yeah, it's a very different one. Let's put it that way. But mm. I personally like it, but we'll get to that in that episode. Uh, and Gron, what would you have to say is your favorite uh, Godzilla-related memories? Oh, boy. I could ultimately say uh, the... I, 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 I recently saw... I, okay, okay, okay. Honestly, other than King of the Monsters and uh, Godzilla 98, which I saw recently, which we'll get to that. Exactly. I, never really seen a Godzilla movie. I mean, granted, the closest... I mean, honestly, despite me, like, growing... Despite me liking the character and liking the world that's in it, I never really watched that much uh, Godzilla media to begin with. That being said, however, the question remains... If I never seen seen or if I've never seen Godzilla, how would I know about Godzilla? That answer comes in the form of my elementary school years, because Ooh. during that time there there were a few there was a collection of books that had uh, that was basically talking about uh, monsters from like cinema. We got like Dracula, the Mummy, Frankenstein. Uh, even zombies for the most part. But one book in particular really, like, fascinated me. Oh, also the werewolf. But anyways, <clears throat> it, it was basically a book talking about Godzilla in, like, all the iterations that could be found and the iterations that ultimately were covered in that book. And it, it, it's how, basically, I know about Bambi and Godzilla, to put it shortly. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh man. But, uh, yeah, since then, I was hooked. I absolutely liked Godzilla. Uh, he, it, it's basically my first, like, introduction to, like, giant, uh, freaking, mo- giant freaking lizard monsters, aka Kaiju. And on it, and honestly, there, there was, like, a parody book that I also read called Dogzilla. Which? Oh, I think I remember oh, that. Those. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they also did Cat Kong. Which... Yeah. Cat Kong. Cat Kong is also a good one. Oh god. <laughs> oh man. I mean, oh, honestly, like, uh, I remember. I I also saw ads for like uh, the King 2003 King Kong. But back to Godzilla. Oh. Back to Godzilla. It's how I found out a lot about his history up to that point. I, it's how I found out about uh, Minya or Minira, if you want to get technical. It's how I found out about uh, a bunch of other stuff. It's how I found out about Mata. It's how I found out about his origin. It's how I know the term Raymond Burr, other than that one Dilbert comic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one where Dilbert is basically like uh, on the set of like another Godzilla movie, where like 
two dinosaurs, Bob and Don are on it, and uh, like Dogbert's the director, and he's like describing the script where it's like uh, God, where it's like Bob Godzilla is pretty much doing stuff, and like. <laughs> Uh, at the end, he's like, and then I come in and waste you both with a fire extinguisher. And Dilbert's like, Raymond Bird dies? And Don's like, what? No sequel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. That comic was awesome. But yeah, that, that right there, other than like the two, other than the modern iteration, which is to this day still my favorite. Oh, my gosh. I, those were my earliest and honestly my favorite memories because from that point on, like, I, like, included him, like, in everything my childhood brain could come up with, like, fighting bad guys and whatnot, it was, oh, man. I actually made a, I actually made a drawing uh, where, like, I was basically, like, a frick... Okay, this is gonna get embarrassing, but I was basically a superhero, and I was working with a bunch of other people at the time. I think one of them was, like, Ben 10, maybe, maybe not. Oh, my God. But... <laughs> but also, he was part of it! But, yeah, it, it's pretty much, uh, an att- it's pretty much a testament to how much staying power he has with me, even to this day. Oh man, yeah. it honestly makes me kind of want to see Shin Godzilla now. Yeah, yeah, it. it I, I actually haven't seen Shin Godzilla one. myself, believe it or not. I, I should get to that. It, it looks I really good. Started seeing it, and I've seen bits and pieces of like what Shin Godzilla is ultimately capable of. But I, if it's not the full movie, then it's honestly not shit. Oh, and I've oh, also yeah. seen the Netflix movies. The Netflix movies are pretty nice. Oh, yeah, I started watching the Netflix movies. Definitely, definitely. I will say about uh, Shin Godzilla, it was made by the creator of uh, Evangelion. Nice, that makes sense. That makes sense. Interesting. Yep. Anyway, that's me. So, yeah, uh, Stryker, what would you say is uh, your uh, favorite Godzilla-related memories? So, I had actually... uh, I really hadn't gotten into uh, Godzilla until my uh, till I, until I got to be an adult. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I, until my twenties. Uh, but when I um, heard about Godzilla, it was with um, a lot of pop culture, like with mainly the cartoons I watched, and <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, because of how much I had uh, become interested in it from all the YouTube videos I had watched, and then of course I saw that the uh, the first movie was on Blu-ray at the time from the Criterion Collection, I had to get it. And holy shit, that ending made me cry. Yeah, yeah. Original Godzilla is like I said, is a really, really fantastic movie. It's brutal, but it is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But let me tell you, my favorite God, Godzilla-related memory was when I first watched 2014 Godzilla. Ooh, Ooh nice. I fucking swear that movie is underrated. Mm. I can see it, I can see it. It definitely, it's funny, it made a huge impact when it came out, but then everyone just forgot about it. It's like, it's very yeah. strange that way. Like, everyone was talking about it. Everyone was saying, oh, you know, Ryan Cranston and stuff like that. Brian Cranston and stuff like that. But then it just, you know, no one talks about it. it it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Cranston was only in the first half of the movie. Yeah. That, that's, that was, I think, what something that shocked everybody with it. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, honestly, it might have worked in the film's favor in a way. No, it definitely ways. did because, you know, it makes it a little bit more, uh, more surprising in that. It did. Um, but yeah, my favorite uh, Godzilla-related memory, and I will still, um, I still watch this uh, yeah. every time I think of it. The yeah. airport scene. Ooh. The airport scene in Godzilla? Yeah, uh, yeah, actually. In 2014, Godzilla. Dang. Yeah. Um, well, interesting fact about 2014 Godzilla. That yeah. is not the first time that version of Godzilla was debuted. Oh, really? There is a book oh. in the, the MonsterVerse Godzilla. Let me f- find it really quick. Here it is. Godzilla Awakening. 
That mm. that is the book oh. that debuted before the film came out. I may have to take a look at that book sometime. Yeah. But uh yeah, for me, um I just I can't uh forget the uh first time I ever saw it, uh Godzilla twenty fourteen. Uh and just seeing the first time Godzilla appearing on screen, just absolute silence. Yeah, and for those who have not seen the 1954 movie or any other iteration other than the 1998 version, which I do not blame you for the Seriously? most part, <laughs> I that would probably have been the most groundbreaking thing you would have ever experienced, and it only gets better from there, I hope. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. fear is just when Godzilla first appears in 2014 Godzilla, I just got goosebumps the first time he appeared on screen. Absolute mm. silence. Uh, my yeah. jaw was on the floor when that happened. I keep yeah. I keep every time I see this movie, it's like, why the hell was this critically panned? Yeah. Hey, why critical like I didn't know that. Yeah, people I hear, I heard a lot of yeah, I heard a lot of people hated this movie. Really? Which wow. made okay, me that's a little surprising. concerned about it. But after hearing Striker, I'm like yeah, you should check it out. It's a good one. Uh, it is a is, really good movie. I, I recommend it a lot. So, yep. Uh, Jordan, what would you say is your experience uh, with the Godzilla franchise? Any favorite memories in that? Mine would probably, what got me into Godzilla was probably watching the American version of the giant iguana Godzilla. And I'm like, I liked this as a kid, but now that I'm older, I'm like, Wow, we were crazy with this yeah. idea. Yeah, and then my <laughs> we yeah we'll we'll talk more about that version very shortly on this yeah. podcast. Uh, and, so stay tuned. And then, well, then well then I went back to watching the old Godzilla. I found a entire website of all the Godzilla movies I've never saw in Japanese, and I'm like, wow, these are a lot more better. My favorite one would probably Godzilla 2000, where they have him a lot more better, and we have uh the uh, the armadillo creature that Godzilla meets and befriended. I'm like, oh my god, this is my favorite creature. Oh, yeah, like, and it, yeah. It, yes, it makes it. I'm like, this is my favorite monster of Godzilla. I mean, Mothra has my favorite. I'm like, I love the songs that we hear with the little uh, spirits that communicate through oh, Mothra. And I'm like, I love the yeah, song yeah. that they sing to her. And I'm like, beautiful. <laughs> but I love the Godzilla <laughs> franchise. I have not seen all the way through, I've not seen Shin Godzilla and the new one that's coming up. I'm like, oh, how is this gonna work? Zero. How is this new Godzilla? Yeah. Yes, I, I'm like, how is this gonna compare to the Shin Godzilla? I have seen the transformation of how it was this larva, weird, ugly thing of Shin Godzilla to this thing, and I'm like, how is this gonna compare to Shin Godzilla? This is gonna be more different and probably more epic, but I'm like, what How? what was it? What was the Godzilla movie called again? Uh Godzilla Zero and we oh, have wait, Shin no, Godzilla. Never mind, never mind. It's minus one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that. Oh yeah, minus one. Yep. So I'm like these are good. Even the new ones that with King Kong and Godzilla, I'm like, these are good. How can they go further with a giant atomic reptile that breathes fire like this how far no will they go i mean with the netflix of godzilla that i have not seen or somewhat seen i'm like you could ruin this series you could not how will you do it with this another live action of godzilla so i'm kind of like hoping and praying they don't screw it up but they would probably be more epic than anything of action movies I've seen in my life. I mean, there's Godzilla vs. Kong the new Empire that's coming out. I hope they don't donk that up. Please yeah, don't let it donk it. Like, maybe, even maybe, oh, like, no. have something better than what we had with uh, Me- Godzilla. I mean, that was kind of cool that they brought back some cool old reference of the first Godzilla, like, the bones and stuff. I'm like, holy crap, this is cool as hell. But then you screw it up, like, you ruin Godzilla. How can you ruin an iconic character like this to yeah. 
anything else. So I'm hoping that we can maybe throw in a new villain for King Kong and Godzilla to maybe work together or who knows what. So I'm kind of like, please don't screw this up, writers and directors. I know you're off the whole thing with the strikes and stuff, but please don't screw this up for us. No, <laughs> absolutely yeah. no. Definitely, definitely. That's like I say. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, um, uh, Math, what would you have to say is your favorite um, Godzilla-based uh, memories in that and, you know, with the franchise in general? Uh, mine actually goes back to seeing uh, uh, King of the Monsters, the nice. legendary pictures version in theaters. There were uh, two different parts that just astounded me that this was just even happening in general. Uh, all of the scenes with Mothra, but particularly the birth of Mothra scene where she's coming out of the waterfall and it's at, got her actual song playing was one nice. of the most beautiful scenes I've ever seen in cinema. Yeah. Yeah. That was just amazing that we got that here in America. I saw them was like, how, how was this made for us? What the fuck? They made it for us. Yeah, they finally, finally <laughs> did. Yep. And then my the one that just blew me away, uh, and if anyone's ever seen this movie, you probably know what I'm about to say. As soon as the movie ends and the credits start up, Bear McCreary's cover of Blue Oyster Cult's Godzilla. Mm-hmm. The fact that oh. we got that in the fucking movie, I was laughing my ass off because I That's... could not believe that they actually got it in. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty metal, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I like when they do that too. You know, I can definitely see that. You know, being one of the uh, again one of the more interesting uh, parts of the franchise in general. But yeah, uh, I I do like the Americanized versions as well. You know, King of the Monsters, Godzilla vs. Kong. They're, they're pretty good movies as well. Yeah, Legendary uh, seems to be doing pretty good with it, and yeah. I. Uh, I like when you can tell they're doing stuff for the fans and for longtime veterans of the series and that they show that they understand what they're doing, like with King of the Monsters and all that little stuff that they put in that they yeah. absolutely didn't have to, but it was goddamn appreciated that they did. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so anyway, yeah, Evie, what would you have to say is your favorite um, Godzilla-based memory in that? Oddly enough, and yes, Godzilla Creepypasta. Nice. Nice. Like I say, that's funny because Creepypasta in general is something that, you know, for the most part is pretty dated nowadays. You look at stuff like Sonic.exe and like Jeff the Killer and you're like, why are these popular? But NES Godzilla Creepypasta is, I feel like, the one where they got it right. That is legitimately still well written, still very creepy. The Red's design is amazing. I mean, I, I kind of want to see it in an yeah, actual Godzilla movie yeah, I now. I kind of want to see it in an actual Godzilla movie too, because like, uh, I, I, I'm just gonna say this now. I would, I actually think Pastra was wrong about a uh, fucking um, uh, that. Oh my god, it was the um fucking Disney creepy pasta. Which Disney uh, creepy pasta? There are the, the one, the one with uh the uh. Mickey Mouse uh, costume. The reverse negative one. Yeah. Yeah. It says that. Oh, one, it says that one is the scariest creepy pasta ever written, and I'm like, like Bitch, I can think of two. <laughs> that involved really. Disneyland mainly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, apparently. Um, so now it is time for the patent pending uh, question of the week, where we're going to rate uh, Godzilla, a.k.a. Uh, Gojirin. And I'm going to go first. I'm going to give her a pretty good score, I think, of uh, maybe uh, I, I'm going to, after thinking about it for a while, I'm probably going to give it a 7 out of 10. The reason I'm giving her that is because she, she's really cute and all. The design, even though it's just female Godzilla, is a nice one. The fact that we don't really have that many female kaiju in the Godzilla universe itself is very interesting. Yeah, aside from Mothra and like Hedora and a couple of others that you probably wouldn't know are female, but yeah. 
aside from them, uh, yeah, uh, I feel like Gojiri fills a hole that like was needed in the uh, Godzilla uh, universe, basically. And that I'm not expecting her to appear in any Godzilla films anytime soon, but it would be you know neat if they just acknowledged it in even like the smallest of ways. But the thing I can't give her a higher score because again, this is a you know, a preschooler OVA in that, so it doesn't have the much with a uh, characterization in that. But what we got out of it is really, really cute. And I think if Godzilla Land had become a series, I feel like uh, Godzilla, a.k.a. Uh, Gojirin, we would have uh, seen a lot more of her and her yeah. way more personality from her, to be honest. Yeah. Right now, oh, she yeah. is a little flat, but she does have her moments. Like, the part with her chasing Godzilla with the water pan and things like that is, like I say, they definitely were trying. And I feel like if they had more episodes oh, of yeah, if Toho didn't just like pull the rights away at the last second, we definitely would have gotten that. So, uh, Angron. All right. Let me see. Yeah, I am going to have to give her a little bit lower of a score. I would have to say six or five out of ten. Uh, yeah, it's not that her her being all basically Godzilla but female does uh, any uh, but blah, 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 blah. let me think here. It's not that her being all uh, Godzilla but female detracts from anything really, especially since she shows to have a little more personality uh, than that. But honestly, it's the same deal that we get from Allie from Land Before Time. Granted, mm. she do- granted her compared to Allie, Ma- uh, Gojiri's uh, Gojirian's uh, character remains a little more consistent. And not to mention, she does have like, and not to mention, she do- I I honestly prefer her uh, the uh, I honestly prefer the modern version that I posted. But yeah, otherwise she's honestly not too bad. She's a little above middle of the road, but not by too much. So I'm gonna have to say six out of ten. Okay, that's good. Uh, Striker. Um. Honestly, I'm going to have to go with uh, an 8 out of 10, just because, like, I don't know why I'm a sucker for um, things that are practically Rule 63. Yeah, I can see that. I'm like, but, Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Like, with her basically being the female counterpart to Godzilla is something that we didn't really have before. Honestly, yeah, but still, just, like, I don't know why. It just felt like she actually had a lot of potential and i might be overcompensating but it's just i i just can't help but love her so much she's so fucking cute hey no by yeah. all means by all means yeah that's that's a good one. Yeah. um so uh math i'm gonna be the odd man out here and i actually give her a 10 wow okay yeah. she nice. has wow. A great design. Uh, I'm a sucker for the Sanryu style, and it just works perfectly with this. Yeah, it's pretty good. You would not think Godzilla characters in a Sanryu style would work, but they somehow made it work. Uh, uh, She's got a a really cute voice. Voice actress for Nami really fucking helps. Yes. Um, Yes. And to me, she she comes off as sort of a, a Miss Piggy type character. Yeah. I really oh, got yeah. that from her. She I had the see funniest, that. She had the funniest lines in the show. She had the uh, funniest actions in the show. She had the funniest moments. Uh, best characterization. Just everything about the episode, she was the best in, bar none. And I really got what they were trying to do with the character. And I think that it worked really well. Yeah. All right. Wow. I definitely see your ports there. Yeah. Yeah, def- I might raise it up a little bit to seven out of ten. Not by much, okay, but that's yeah. not it. It's all good. So I'll change the score to seven. Okay, um, Jordan. I never even knew there was a female Godzilla in my life. Well, I mean, besides getting Mothra, but I'm like, wow! I never even think Godzilla had a sister. And hearing about her from everyone else, I'm gonna give her. I don't know her fully. I'm gonna say six out of ten because I don't know her. But if mm-hmm. I watched a little bit of the show, I might change it up to like maybe 
six out of ten or seven out of ten if I like her of, of who good. she is. Because I had to watch it. Mm. Okay, that's all good. And um, Evie, I guess I guess that's six out of ten. Okay, any particular reason or? Nah. All right, it's all good. It's all good. So, uh, if you ha- thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or if you want to go on Mechagodzilla's big subtraction game show, yeah. you can email us at fierydiscourse at outlook.com or visit us on Twitter at twitter.com slash fierydiscourse. Next time, we'll be talking about the 2009 Batman Brave and the Bold episode, Day of the Dark Knight. That's going to be a lot of fun, definitely, to talk about. Uh, one of the more underrated DC Comics uh, superhero TV show, in my opinion. And yeah, until next time, uh, next week, thank you guys so much for listening, and take care. Yep, later. Bye-bye. Adios. Adios.